Hi, and welcome to the Book of Rulebooks. My name is Mathieu Labrosse, and today I'll read to you Chapter 15, Barrage, a game designed by Tommaso Battista and Simone Luciani, and published by Cranio Creations. French Alps, 17th of October, 1922. The electric cableway whirs through the forest and valleys, climbing the mighty mountain. Just like a Jules Verne novel, Colonel Dassler thinks. He can now spot scores of mighty mechs drilling the mountain, dripping tons of concrete, while the landscape is painted with the crackling purple energy of dozens of Tesla coils. The colonel's assistant starts spitting data and numbers. The high-altitude facilities are already operational, Herr Oberst. Our meteorology team showed us a forecast of an extremely rainy spring. Next year is going to be splendid. Dassler looks at a distant point in the mountains. Same mountains that devoured his men some years back, butchered by French machine gun. The Great War could be a faded memory for this crazy new world, charmed by Tesla's energy revolution and the need for happiness and vaudeville shows. But he remembers, he will not fail this time. We need money, Friedrich. Those facilities dissolved our finances and we still need a running conduit connecting them to our downhill powerhouses. I suspect that the American woman will try to seize it before we do. The young man squints his eyes. There's no problem. We managed to seize some profitable energy supply contracts with a bunch of Italian private investors. If we can manage to fulfill them in the next few months, that would grant us a little breathing room Financially speaking, we'll be ready for the national contracts next year for sure. Then, he hands a thick folder to the colonel. I also did that research you asked me. These profiles are excellent. We will find a proper executive officer to handle next year's operations. I think Mr. Adler would be a marvelous asset for our corporation. The cableway arrives at its destination huge basin of water held by a massive German dam. Gigawatts of potential energy, ready to run down the valley at the colonel's demand. The colonel puts the documents back in the file and adjusts his coat. Let's get to work. Aim of the game. In Barrage, each player is one of four CEOs representing four national companies aiming to prevail in the race to produce energy. You will buy and use technologies to build dams and hydroelectric powerhouses and to connect them by building conduits. This allows you to use the water you have stored to produce energy and to, therefore, fulfill contracts. The player with the most victory point at the end of the game is the winner. You can score victory points, from now on VP, in the following ways. There are two ways to score VP at the end of each round. The first is by producing the most energy units in the round. And the second is by producing enough energy, which is at least six, and therefore activating the scoring of the bonus tile for the current round. There is a bonus tile for each round, and each tile assigns victory point for one type of structure you've built, or one type of element you own. There are also a few ways to score victory points during each round. The first way is by getting income on your company board. You'll activate income by building a certain number of structures. You may also score VPs by fulfilling contracts that reward with VPs. And finally, by using advanced technology tiles that reward with VPs as a special effect. 
the final moment to score victory points during the game is at the end of the game. The first way to do this is by achieving the goal of the objective tile. Each objective rewards the top three players according to the given goal. The second way to score victory points at the end of the game is for the remaining machineries and credits available in your supply and the water drops held in your dams. There are several ways to score victory points in Barrage, but the energy track is the most rewarding one. Try to plan your moves according to the order of the bonus tiles. When you score VPs, move your VP marker on the VP track around the map accordingly. If you make more than 100 VPs, flip your VP marker on the other side in order to show the related symbol. Important Concepts The Game Map The map represents a part of the Alps and is divided horizontally into three areas, which are from top to bottom, mountain, hills, and plains. Each area is identified by a different background and a specific symbol. There are a number of basins in each of the three areas. Each basin has building spaces where players can build their structures. Basins are naturally connected by rivers. Colored conduits connect the dams of a basin to the powerhouses of another basin. There are four basins in the mountains, each containing two spaces for bases and two spaces for conduits. There are three basins in the hills, each containing two spaces for powerhouses two spaces for bases, and two spaces for conduits. There are three basins on the top of the plains, each containing three spaces for powerhouses, two spaces for bases, and two spaces for conduits. And finally, there are two basins on the bottom of the plains, each containing four spaces for powerhouses. Structures Players can build three types of structures on the map, which are dams, conduits, and powerhouses. Two different structure pieces are used to create dams, which are bases and elevations. Bases can only be built on building spaces with the related icon. Elevations can only be built over bases or other elevations. A dam is thus made of a base upon which there can be up to two elevations. Its level can therefore vary from 1, which would only have the base, to 3, which would be the base plus two elevations. There are two types of dams, neutral and personal. Neutral dams are placed at the beginning of the game and stay there the entire game. Players cannot modify neutral dams. On the contrary, Personal dams are built by the players. Each personal dam belongs to one particular player. You cannot build an elevation over a base belonging to another player. Conduits and powerhouses are made of one piece only and can only be built in building spaces with the related icons. Water Water is the most precious resource in the game. Players don't own water, but they will try to control it. Water drops enter the game at the head streams at the top of the map. Some water drops are placed according to the indications on the headstream tiles during the headstream phase, and others are placed by players through actions and other effects. Water normally flows following the natural course of rivers traveling downhill. Basins are connected to one another by rivers, which serve to indicate the natural movement of water. When a water drop passes over a basin at the bottom of the map, it will then be removed. The natural flow of water is interrupted by the presence of dams. The level of a dam, or the number of pieces it is made of, corresponds to the exact amount of water drops that it can hold. If a water drop reaches a dam as it flows along its natural course, it will, then, stop behind it 
until the dam reaches its maximum capacity. That is to say, as long as it does not already have a number of water drops equal to its level. If the dam is already full, water drops pass through and continue their natural flow beyond the dam. Water drops are moved one at a time. Water drops being held in a dam cannot be moved until a player performs a production action. Production The key of the game is the production of energy. In order to produce energy, you need three elements. A powerhouse, a dam holding at least one drop of water, and a conduit connecting them. For the sake of production, you must find out whether a dam is connected to a powerhouse. To do so, you can look at the basins containing structures. The gray tubes in the basins help showing the dams and the connected conduits. The colored tubes illustrated on the map represent possible connections that only become active when a player places a conduit piece in the corresponding building space. A player must build conduits to connect the various structures. An active conduit connects all the dams on the original basins to all the powerhouses on the ending basin. A dam and a powerhouse in the same basin are not considered connected. Here's the specifics for the structures involved in production. The powerhouse must belong to the player performing the production action. The dam holding one or more water drop must belong to the player performing the action or be neutral. And the conduit connecting the two structures can belong to any player. If it belongs to the player performing the action, there are no extra costs. If it belongs to another player, the player performing the action must pay one credit to the player who owns the conduit, while the player owning it will score one victory point for every water drop that was moved through the conduit. So for example, let's say the red player tries to move two water drops through the conduit of the black player. The red player would then have to give two credits to the black player, and then the black player would score two victory points. In order to produce energy, you must move water drops from a dam to a connected powerhouse. Each conduit has a production value depicted on the map. Each water drop traveling along a conduit generates an amount of energy units equal to its production value. When production is over, the water drops leave the powerhouse used for production and follow their natural course along rivers, other basins, and possibly onto other dams. So for example, Let's say you pass two water drops through a conduit of value 3. You would therefore produce 6 energy. Energy production is the key of barrage. It is very important to start producing as soon as possible. Connecting a powerhouse to a neutral dam is the fastest way, but neutral dams will soon show their weak points. All players can use them and exploit the water they're holding. Using energy. When you produce energy units, they are recorded on the energy track. This determines the amount of credits you gain for that round, your eligibility to score victory points for the bonus tile, and victory points for those players who produce the most energy units during the current round. Contracts. In addition to being recorded on the energy track, the energy produced can be used to fulfill a contract. The necessary energy unit required to fulfill the contract is indicated on its left side. If the amount of produced energy unit either reaches or exceeds that value, the player immediately obtains the reward shown on the right part of the contract. The reward can be a gain of VPs, credits, or machineries or an immediate special action. Each contract can only be fulfilled once in the game. It is possible to fulfill only one contract per single production. 
Rulebook Concept Barrage is a complex game. For this reason, we decided to explain the game using introductory rules that leave out certain components during setup and some mechanics during the game. So whenever I go over advanced rules to play the full game, you will hear this sound. If you are playing the introductory game, we advise you to ignore these advanced rules. You can listen to them when you are ready to play your first full game. You will also find some tips from the game designers to help you plan your strategy in your first games as you listen through the rules. General Setup Place the map in the center of the table. The side with no icons is recommended once you've mastered the game. Place the energy track and the management board next to the map. Place the machineries, which are the excavators and the concrete mixers, next to the map to form the general supply. Divide the credits into their different values and place them in the general supply. Place the water drops in the general supply. Shuffle the headstream tiles and randomly place four tiles face up in the designated spaces on the map. Put the remaining tiles back in the box. Remove the bonus tile showing the advanced technology tiles and shuffle the others. Randomly place five bonus tiles face up in the designated spaces of the energy track. In the advanced game, shuffle all the bonus tiles and randomly place five of them on the energy track and put the remaining tile back in the box. Then, shuffle the objective tiles and randomly place one objective tile in the designated space at the end of the energy track. Put the remaining tiles back in the box. Shuffle the national contract tiles. Pick a number of contracts equal to the number of players minus one and place them face up in the designated spaces on the management board. Put the remaining tiles back in the box. Divide the private contract tiles according to their back. Shuffle the three piles separately and place them face down in the designated space on the management board. Pick the first two tiles from each pile and place them face up next to their respective piles. Then, divide the neutral dam's setup tiles according to their backs and randomly draw one tile from each pile. Place the neutral dams in the building spaces of the basins indicated on the tiles you picked. There is always a level 1 dam in the mountains, a level 2 dam in the hills, and a level 3 dam in the plains. Place one water drop behind each neutral dam. Put all the starting setup tiles back in the box. And finally, leave the patent office board and all advanced technology tiles in the box. You will not need them for this introductory game. For the advanced game, place the patent office board next to the map. Divide the advanced technology tiles according to their backs and shuffle the three piles separately. Place the three piles face down in their corresponding spaces on the left of the patent office board. Pick the first three tiles from the pile 1 and place them face up in the designated spaces on the right of the board. Introductory Player Setup For the introductory game, assign the company boards and executive officer tiles as follows. For USA, assign Wilhelm Adler. For Germany, assign Jill McDowell. For Italy, assign Solomon P. Jordan. And for France, assign Victor Fiesler. Place each executive officer tile on the left of the associated company board. Each player receives every component in the color associated with their company board and a construction wheel, which must be placed next to their company board. Each player also receives 6 credits, 6 excavators, and 4 concrete mixers. Each player receives their starting contract tile matching their company. Then, place the turn order markers on the designated spaces at the beginning of the energy track in the following order. USA, 
Germany, Italy, and France. In a three-player game, the fourth space in the turn order will not be used. In a two-player game, the third and fourth spaces will not be used. Then, place the energy markers in the starting space of the energy track, with the 30 icon face down. Place the victory point marker in the space number 10 on the scoring track around the map, with the 100 icon face down. The setup for the advanced game is a little different. For the company boards, executive officers, and starting contracts, randomly pick a number of company boards equal to the number of players and place them in the center of the table. If you're playing a two or a three player game, put any remaining board back in the box. Then take a number of executive officer tiles equal to the number of players and randomly combine them with each company board. Put any remaining tile back in the box. Then randomly pick a number of starting contract tiles equal to the number of players and place them face up in the center of the table. If you are playing a two or a three player game, put any remaining tile back in the box. Randomly pick the first player who will select one of the available company boards with its associated executive officer tile and an available starting contract. In a clockwise direction, all other players will then select their combination of company board, executive officer tile, and starting contract tile. The turn order markers are placed in the opposite order to that with which players selected. Therefore, the first player to select will place the belonging turn order marker in the last position, while the last player to select will place the belonging marker in first position. And then, each player puts their basic wild technology tiles back in the box. This is the one with the question mark symbol. They will not be used in the full game. The game is divided into five rounds, each of which is divided into five phases to be played in the following order. The first phase is income and head streams. The second is actions. The third is water flow. The fourth is scoring. And the fifth is end of round. Income and head streams. This phase can be played simultaneously by all players. All players get the active income on their company boards. Income is represented by the exclamation point. The active income is illustrated inside the structure spaces. There is a smaller reminder above the same space. In order to activate income, you must build structures. When you build a structure, you must take it from your company board from left to right. By building the second base, elevation, and conduit, you will receive the first income related to that element. By building the fourth piece of the same structure, you will receive the second income, more profitable than the first. By building the fifth piece, you will receive the third income. The first two types of income in each line are different for each company board. The third income is the same for all companies, which is seven victory points. Powerhouses do not provide income. They boost the production energy instead. You will need structures of different type to produce energy, but if you build more pieces of the same structure, you will activate your company income, which is one of the key ways to win. After income, place water drops on the headstream tiles according to the number indicated on the tile for the current round. Each headstream tile shows a symbol indicating how many water drops you must place on that tile during the first four rounds. During the fifth and last round, water drops won't be placed on the headstream tiles during the phase. These water drops will start flowing on the map during the water flow phase. The second phase, actions. 
Players play their turns one after the other following the turn order indicated by the turn order markers on the energy track. When it's your turn, you must place engineers onto one free action space in order to perform the corresponding action. Each action space requires from one to three engineers. This request is illustrated by the engineer icons in the action space. Each action space is connected to a specific action. Action spaces with the red outline requires a payment of three credits in order to place your engineers there. Take the requested engineers from your personal supply. If you don't have the amount of engineers or the additional credits in your supply requested by the action space, you can perform the corresponding action. Furthermore, you cannot place engineers in an action space without performing the corresponding action. Your turn ends once you've performed an action. If it's your turn and you don't have engineers left in your supply, you must pass. The action phase is over once all players have passed. There are different types of actions, divided between the company boards and different sections of the management board. The construction action. There are four action spaces on each company board, each connected to a construction action. This action allows you to build a structure. All players have their own action spaces. They cannot be used by any of the other players. These spaces request increase from left to right. The more structure you build during a round, the more engineers you will need. In order to perform a construction action, you must follow these steps. First, place the requested engineers in the first available action space on your board, starting from the left. If you place your engineers in this space with a red outline, you must pay an additional fee of 3 credits. Second, put the technology tile related to the structure you want to build in the open segment of your construction wheel. Take the technology tile displaying the symbol of the structure you want to build, or the wild symbol, from your supply. If you have neither a technology tile of a given structure nor a wild tile, you cannot build that structure. The third step, put the machineries you must use to build that structure in the open segment of your construction wheel below the tile you've just placed. Different costs are applied to each structure. The cost for each construction will be explained a little later. If you don't have all the required machineries, you cannot perform the construction action. As for the fourth step, rotate your construction wheel by one segment. Move the construction wheel clockwise so that both the technology tile and machineries are shifted from the open segment to the next segment. And finally, fifth, place the structure piece on the map. Take the first corresponding structure piece from the left of your company board and place it in one corresponding available building space on the map. If you are building an elevation, place it over one of your existing dam. If you build a powerhouse or a base in a building space with a red outline icon, you must pay three additional credits. Should you discover an income space after building, you will immediately receive that income bonus. You will receive it again during income phase. You can build four types of structures. Each structure has a different function and a different cost. The base. It is used to create a dam that collects and holds the water you will need for production. It can be built in any available building space with a base icon. It costs 3 excavators if built in the plains area, 4 excavators if built in the hills area, and 5 excavators if built in the mountains area. If built in a building space with a red outline icon, it has an extra cost of 3 credits. You also cannot build two bases of the same color in the same basin. The elevation. 
It is used to increase the amount of water that a dam can hold. It is always built over a base or another elevation belonging to your color. There aren't building spaces with the elevation icon. It costs two concrete mixers if built in the plains, three concrete mixers if built in the hills, and four concrete mixers if built in the mountains. Do not pay three additional credits if you build it over a building space with a red outline icon. There can never be more than two elevations on the same base. A dam's maximum level is three. The conduit. It is used to bring water drops from a dam to a powerhouse during the production. It can be built in any available building space with the conduit icon. It costs two excavators multiplied by the production value of the conduit you're building. For example, if the conduit has a production value of four, it will cost eight excavators. The powerhouse. It is used to activate the production of energy. It can be built in any available building space with the powerhouse icon. It costs two concrete mixers plus one extra concrete mixer for every powerhouse you have already built. If built in a building space with the red outline icon, it has an extra cost of three credits. You cannot build two powerhouses of the same color in the same basin. Choosing which structure and where to build is one of the most important and strategic decisions in Barrage. You might win even if you don't produce energy during the first rounds, but being able to activate production from the beginning of the game is usually the easiest solution. Try to connect your powerhouses to a dam as soon as you can. Machineries, credits, and technology tiles. Excavators and concrete mixers are unusual resources. When you use them to build a structure, they are not spent forever. They are invested for a certain amount of time on the construction wheel until they will be available again after a complete rotation. When you get a resource in any way, take it from the general supply and add it to your personal supply. Do not put it on the construction wheel just yet. The machineries you get are immediately available to you. Credits are never placed on the construction wheel. When you spend them, put them back in the general supply. There are five types of technology tiles, one for building each of the four structure pieces and one wild technology tile that can be used to build any of the four structures. All technology tiles work in the same way. They stay on the construction wheel until they return to the entry space and are available again. The management actions. Place the required engineers in an available action space of your choosing on the management board and immediately perform the action corresponding to that space. The management board is shared by all players, meaning that players are in competition with one another to occupy the action spaces. The first player to place engineers in an action space makes this space unavailable for all the other players for the entire round, with the exception of the bank. Every management action has two spaces where you can place your engineers, one on the left and one on the right of the action symbol. The action space on the right costs more than the first, but it gives you a second chance to perform an action if the first space is already occupied. Both action spaces can be occupied by the same player during the same round. Some actions have a cost indicated in the action symbol. This cost must be paid when the engineer is placed together with any extra fee for spaces with a red outline. You must have all the required credits to be able to place your engineer in a given space. You cannot place an engineer in a space if you cannot perform the action. The actions on the management board are divided into different sections for each category so that actions of the same type with similar effects are in the same area of the board.
the turbine station is the first section at the top of the management board. Whenever you see the production icon, you can activate a production, eventually applying the bonus or malice indicated by the number in purple next to the action space in the turbine station. In order to be able to perform a production action, you must have the following. At least one water drop on a dam of your color or a neutral dam, a powerhouse of your color already built on the map, and a conduit of any color which directly connects the relevant dam to your powerhouse. Take as many water drops as you wish from the relevant dam and move them along the conduit to reach your powerhouse. You'll immediately produce a quantity of energy units equal to the conduit's production value multiplied by the number of water drops you decided to move. You can decide to move any number of water drops held in a dam you're using. If you're using a conduit belonging to another player, give that player one credit for each water drop you move. Then, that player will also score one victory point for each water drop. The various production action spaces have different energy bonuses. Once you've calculated the total amount of produced energy, you must apply the production bonus or malus of the action space you used. You cannot perform a production action if the total amount of produced energy units is less than one. Should you receive a malice on production, don't worry. At times, even a small production of energy is sufficient to score victory points and to fulfill contracts. Production effects. Move your energy marker on the energy track by a number of spaces equal to the amount of energy units produced. The energy track records the total amount of energy produced by each player in the current round. If you produce more than 30 energy units, flip your energy marker showing the 30 symbol upwards. Go back to the beginning of the track and continue scoring. If you have a contract in your supply with an energy request less than or equal to the amount of energy units you've produced, you can fulfill that contract. You can immediately collect the reward shown on the contract and turn it face down, but you cannot fulfill this contract again in this game. You can fulfill only one contract as a result of a production action. This means you cannot put two production actions together to fulfill a contract, and you cannot fulfill two contracts with one production action, even if the amount of energy produced would be enough to fulfill both of them. It's not a good idea to produce energy without having a contract to fulfill. Nonetheless, sometimes you will do it just to go up on the energy track. National Contracts If you produce an energy value more than or equal to the amount of energy required by an available national contract, you can directly fulfill that contract instead of a contract you own. National contract tiles do not go into the player's supply, but they can be fulfilled by the first player producing the amount of required energy units. Take the national contract tile and put it face down in your personal supply. Where does the water go? The water drops move to a powerhouse thanks to the effect of a production action, will then follow their natural course following through basins, rivers, and dams. When water arrives at a dam, it stops until the dam is full. However, if the dam is already full, the water simply overflows and continues its course towards the lower basins. Water Management This section allows you to add water drops to the head streams. When you see a water drop symbol with a number on it, Place that many water drops on one or multiple headstream tiles. You can decide on which headstream tile to place them, and you can also divide the water drops between multiple headstreams. You can even place only one water drop, if you wish. These water drops will only flow down during the water flow phase, which will be explained later. 
If you see a water drop symbol with a number and an arrow pointing down, place that many water drop on a headstream tile. The drops you've just placed will flow down immediately following the water flow rules. You can decide on which headstream tile to place it. There's no limit to the number of water drops which can be present on a headstream tile. You can also add water to headstreams as a result of certain contracts and as an income. Moreover, headstreams automatically produce water during the headstream phase. Try to predict where water drops will flow and choose carefully where you place them. You'd rather fill up your dams than those of other players. The bank. This section allows you to gain credits. Take a number of credits equal to the number of engineers you placed in this action space. The bank is a single action space that works differently from the others. You can place here any number of engineers in a single action. This is also the only non-exclusive action space. A player can always place engineers in the bank, even if the space is already occupied by their or other player's engineers. You can also gain credits as a result of certain contracts and as an income and in the scoring phase. The workshop. This section allows you to rotate the construction wheel to speed up the return of technology tiles and machineries. Rotate your construction wheel by the number of segments depicted in the action symbol. If there's a cost depicted in the action symbol, pay that cost. After each rotation of the wheel, or each segment, you must immediately take back any machineries or technology tiles that is back in the open segment. You can also rotate the construction wheel as a result of certain contracts and as an income. Machinery Shop This section allows you to purchase machineries. Pay the amount of credits indicated on the left side of the action symbol and receive the machineries indicated on the right side. Take the machineries from the general supply and place them in your personal supply on your executive officer tile. You can also receive machineries as an effect of certain contracts and as an income. The contract office. This section allows you to acquire the available contract tiles. There are two different actions available in the contract office. The first one allows you to take one available private contract tile for free. And the second allows you to pay one credit and take two available private contract tiles. You can choose which contracts to take, but only among those face up. You cannot pick national contract tiles. Place them face up in your personal supply next to your board. The picked contract tiles are replaced by the tile on the top of the corresponding pile so that there's always two contracts available for each level. But this only happens at the end of your turn. You cannot have more than three contracts face up in your personal supply. If after performing this action, you have more than three contracts in front of you, you must immediately discard them until you have only three. You are free to choose which contracts to discard. Already fulfilled contracts those face down are not counted. The Patent Office. This section allows you to acquire advanced technology tiles and is only available during the advanced game. Pay five credits and take the corresponding advanced technology tile. There are three action spaces, each of which is associated with a technology tile. Take the tile and add it to your personal supply. It will become immediately available during this round. Advanced technology tiles allow you to build structures in the same way as the basic technology tiles, but they have an additional effect which is activated only when you use them. The picked tiles 
will be replaced only at the end of the round. There is a detailed explanation of all advanced technology tiles in the Appendix 4 of the rulebook. Water Flow At the end of the actions phase, when all players have placed their engineers, the water flow phase begins. All the water drops on the headstream tiles flow down according to the normal rules, following rivers and basins. Water drops are moved one at a time, filling the dams they flow into. When a dam is full, which happens when the number of water drops equal to the dam's maximum capacity, that is, its level, then the next water drops flow past it. The water flow phase is over once all the water drops have been placed or removed if they have reached the lower basins. Water starts flowing from the head streams. That's why a higher altitude dam, even though more expensive, get water before the lower ones. Scoring The first player on the energy track scores 6 victory points. The second scores 2 victory points. This bonus is awarded only to players who have produced at least one energy unit. In case of a tie for the first position, sum up both bonuses, which will be 6 and 2 victory points, and split them evenly between all the players who tied, rounded up. Any other players won't get the bonus for the second position. In case of a tie for the second position, all players who tied gain one point. Then, every player gain credits according to their position on the energy track. Take the amount of credits indicated by the energy track space your marker has reached or surpassed. If your marker is on the number zero space, then you will gain three credits, but lose three victory points. And finally for this phase, score victory points thanks to the bonus tiles on the current round. The energy track is divided into five numbered sections, one for each round of the game. The bonus tile of the current round is the leftmost visible one. For a detailed explanation of the bonus tile, see the Appendix 5 in the rulebook. If your energy marker is in the section related to the current round, or further, you'll activate the scoring of the bonus tile. This is the full reward. If your energy marker is in a previous section than the current round section, you'll activate the scoring of the bonus tile, but you must reduce the bonus tile reward by four victory points for each section you are behind. Players can never lose VPs from the bonus tile scoring. If the reduction you get from being behind the current section is higher than the reward you would get from the bonus tile, you simply score no VPs. If your energy marker is before the number 6 space on the energy track, you won't activate the scoring of the bonus tile at all. After this scoring, discard the bonus tile for the current round. Remove from the game the leftmost bonus tile. This will uncover a minus 4 VP symbol to remind of the VP reduction for being behind on the energy track when calculating the bonus tile reward. If you remove the last bonus tile, the game ends. End of the round. Update the turn order, changing the position on the turn order markers. The player who produced the least energy in the current round becomes the first player, and so on. If there's a tie in the amount of energy produced by two players, then invert the order of play of the previous round. Then, move all the energy markers back to the space number 0 on the energy track. All players take their engineers from action spaces back to their personal supply. In the advanced game, if there are any advanced technology tiles left on the patent office board, discard them by putting them back in the box. Take three new advanced technology tiles and place them face up in the designated spaces. First, pick the tiles from pile 1, and when depleted, 
pick them from pile 2, and finally from pile 3. The end of round phase will not be played during the last round. End of the game. The game ends after the scoring of the fifth round. The final scoring then takes place. First, gain victory points according to the objective tile. Each objective tile indicates a certain condition. Determine the player's classification according to that condition. The first player scores 15 victory points. The second player scores 10 victory points. And the third player scores 5 victory points. In case of a tie, evenly divide the victory points of the respective tiers among the players who tied. Round up if necessary. For a detailed explanation of all the objective tiles, see the Appendix 6 in the rulebook. Second, score victory points for the resources you have left available in your personal supply. To do this, add the resources, which are the excavators, concrete mixers, and credits, together. Score one victory point every five items of any type. Any resources still on the construction wheel are not counted. And third, score one victory point for each water drop held by your personal dams. The player with the most victory points wins. In case of a tie, the player who produced the most energy units during the last round is the winner. The last round ends before the end of round phase, so each player's position on the energy track should be preserved. And that is it for chapter 15 of the Book of Rulebooks. Barrage, a game designed by Tommaso Battista and Simone Luciani, and published by Cranio Creations. My name was Mathieu Labrosse, and thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next chapter, in which we'll cover the game King of Tokyo.